You can be anywhere in the world right now, but you're here with us. I am Renisa Rose. Hey guys, it's your girl Amazing. And welcome to Personal Space. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How was your turkey day? You know, it was cool. I chilled at the house. Like, I stayed home. I cooked. Mm-hmm. Like, I fucking cooked. Like, I was somebody's big ma with All the right. arms. Did you take a picture with the food? Nah, I didn't actually. I didn't even really comb my hair. Yo, I seen a picture of this guy. He said, my mama told us all to get out of the picture because we ain't cooked. <laughs> she sat at the table. She sat at the head of the table, all the food in front of her, and like spread out her arms like. <laughs> I said, what? I feel her. I should have did that. It was really cute. I mean, I really, really, really cooked. The only thing that happened that was a little bit of a mishap, but not really, but a little bit, I overcooked my mac and cheese. Mm. So, um, I... Thought I had like a big deep pan, mm-hmm. but someone used it mm. for like something that they that didn't belong in such a like a deep longer pan, uh-huh. deep pan. So I had to use regular like half size steam mm-hmm. half steam pans, but it wasn't that deep. So I had to split my mac and cheese into two containers. Uh-huh. So it wasn't it didn't have the depth that it needed. Mm-hmm. So it cooked too fast. Okay. So it was it was very cheesy, but it wasn't um it because I overcooked it, it was kinda like like a you, macaroni pie. Yes, like a macaroni pie, and that was not what I was going for. I'll fuck some macaroni pie. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. But other than that, everything was good. Y'all, I try um I did my hand at bacon. Uh-huh. Normally I'm not a baker. Like I I cook. Uh-huh. But I'm not a baker, like, outside of, like, cupcakes and shit. I made a banana pudding. That wasn't a bake thing, but I made a banana pudding. Mm -hmm. I made a cheesecake and two sweet potato pies. Okay, now. Bitch. You hear, look. Fist (laughs) to palm. That shit was fire. I was so proud of me. My mom was like, Kingston, this food is so good. I'm about to smack your mama. Here go my child. Mimi, you ain't finna, you ain't about to hit my, you're not about to slap my mama. <laughs> so I said, no, King, it's a like a figurative speech. It's a black thing. I said, you black, but you still a kid. As you grow up, you'll learn our colloquialisms. Like, you'll mm-hmm. learn. Mm-hmm. And he was looking at me like, because oh, Mimi said. what's not about to happen. Okay. You're not about to hit my mother. <laughs> you're not about to slap Especially my mama. Especially in my house. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was really good. It was just like my. Like immediate, immediate family. Yeah, my co-parents came over, and you know, that's it. We kicked it. That's good. We watched Norbit. We recited the uh, lines like word for word, like <laughs> everybody in the house. It was a good time. Oh, it sounds like fun. I mean, Thanksgiving was hella low key this year. I appreciate it. I too provided desserts, mm-hmm. except I just bought mine. <laughs> We had apple pie, mm-hmm. we had a cheesecake, key lime pie, the sweet potato pie. I could have just traded that and got another apple pie. That apple pie was hitting from yeah. the Amish market. Them Amishes be knowing. Mm-hmm. And I bought two slabs of ribs. Mm-hmm. And like my sister doctored it up. Uh-huh. Oh, oh they shit. was cooked already? Hell yeah. Oh. Hell yeah. You know they rotisserie. Yeah. We wasn't doing anything. She made Cornish hens. Mm-hmm. And I was so happy that she knows me and she loves me. Mm-hmm. Because she stuffed her hands with stuffing, mm-hmm. but she left one for me. With no you stuff. don't like dressing. Yo, my sister made the dressing. When she was making it, all I thought about was putting my dressing next to my cranberry sauce. That shit was so When fire. I look at it, all I think about, that shit better not be touching my dark meat. Oh, yeah, and I fucks with dark meat. And my sister's boyfriend, um, Crab Bay, he deep fried our turkey. Yo, that turkey was slamming. I came over here. So when I came on Saturday... It was Friday. Whatever that day. You know, all them days be one day. Yes. That weekend be too long. I be like, well, what day it is? So, yeah. I came over and your boo was like picking at it. And I was like, no, nah, I don't like turkey. Right, like, right, no, right. I taste this. I was like, hmm. It's seasoned. Because turkey to me gets real bland at yeah, the bone. Right. That shit had flavor. It was real good. Um, A couple years ago, my aunt's husband, he passed away. 
he deep fried a turkey. Now I've had deep fried turkey before, but I've never had it like right out the deep fryer, like mm. piping hot. Mm. Yo, all the food was done already. Like we had already eaten. And so we was just chilling. And he was like, well, let me fry this turkey because it needs to be cooked. Yeah. We all stood around the turkey, like with a fork, like just picking at it. It was so good. That like I feel different. like deep fried turkey, like you have to eat it like when it's fresh out the grease. Like, I mean, same thing with fried chicken. I can't right. really heat fried chicken. Some people I've seen people reheat it and I just be like, So for me just eat that shit cold. If I re if I warm my fried chicken up, I'll either put it in the oven. Mm-hmm. Or I'll put it in the air fryer. Yeah, but I've seen niggas put it in the microwave. I mean, I ain't doing it. I will. It don't I just peel the skin well. off. No, I, I won't. The skin is my favorite. That's why I said I. <laughs> the skin is definitely my favorite. But I mean, I'm just saying, if I have to, I will. But if like if I'm starving, I'll put it in the refrigerator. But if I'm like, you know, I got a little time for my food to warm up, I'll pop it right in the air fryer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and go on about my business. Did you uh Black Friday shop? No. Mm-hmm. No, I bought glasses. I'm lying. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. I'm lying. I was sitting in line on Black Friday to get gas from Costco. No, this was Saturday. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck day it was. Was it Friday or Saturday? I don't know what day it was. I bought the kids a scooter. That's good. Yo, that's dope because the kids... Love them fucking scooters. Yeah, and I figured, I was like, well, it, and honestly, I only got them because I can store them. Right. Hold them shits right up, mm-hmm, put mm-hmm. them right wherever. But um, yeah, I got them a scooter, and I think I bought Pictionary mm-hmm. and Operation. Oh, I love Operation. So I don't think I can play it with Juju because he be all over. Like, he throws shit, so then next thing yes. you know, the bones and shit be missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ain't yeah. going to take it serious. Mm-hmm. But I'll play it with you, bro. Yeah. I didn't, um, I didn't really... I've never, I'm not having, for me, I can't really focus on Christmas until after Kingston's birthday. Right. And I've just, you know, prior to having King, I would just like Christmas shop whenever. Mm -hmm. But since his birthday is literally two weeks before Christmas, I feel like I have to get his birthday out of the way. Um, I did get his, um, a, this thing I have been looking for for a long time and with to no avail, I could not find that shit anywhere. It's like a hot item. Mm-hmm. So my bae just so happened to look on Target because he was looking for <laughs> this um, Vaseline came out with like a a lotion sanitizing, like a sanitizing Ooh, lotion. It's a good time. And so, you gotta think outside the box for yeah, COVID. Yeah, for real. Because that sanitizer dry you out. So, he just so happened to find what we were looking for, mm-hmm. and it was two on the shelf. I he grabbed both of them because you just you know that's what you do. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. So, but other than that, I've just been like whatever. Um, that's I just I don't know. I can't think about Christmas until unless it's like something expensive I have to buy. Yeah, if it's something expensive I have to buy, then I try to get that shit the fuck out of the way like immediately. When I can get it, mm-hmm. so that because everything think about else, it no more because everything else is like little knickknacks you could pick up whenever, like, right. you know, it ain't, ain't gonna be no real sale to them, really, right? 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 There wasn't anything on sale for Black Friday that I was like, oh, I gotta get this. Mm-hmm. There was nothing like there was things that I wanted, and had things been different, like my finances been different, I mm-hmm. probably would have bought, right? Like my like Instapot, okay, yo. I got what that's with that's a pressure cooker, right? Mm-hmm. So we went to Target. The day we went to Target on Black Friday mm-hmm. and not because it was Black Friday, just because I had been lounging around all day. And then I finally sat up and I looked at my boo and I was like, I feel like we should go to Target. And he was like, well, what do you need? I was like, Target will tell me when we get there. And Target the fuck told us we spent 400 and something fucking dollars. And I was like, oh, babe, Target told us what we needed. Target sold you shit. <laughs> That's why I haven't. I, I didn't. So when I ordered mm-hmm. the scooters from mm-hmm. Target, I did it on the app. Yeah. Oh, well, normally that's what I do. I, I wasn't going. Like it should be here tomorrow. Uh-huh. Actually, Costco had an Instapot. I, I'm not tripping about the Instapot because the lowest I've seen it was for 59. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay. Like it's regularly on sale when it goes on sale right, for like right, 69. Right, right, right. So I'm like, okay, I, I missed out on saving ten dollars, yeah. but like I also didn't need it. So. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I will really have to start cooking more. 
to yeah. want to spend that kind of money. Yeah. I'm just not. And I, I have. I started cooking more because you know why I started cooking more? You got people here to eat. I do. That's why. I mean, I, you know, like I started making the kids sandwiches and stuff because mm-hmm. they got school and shit. They like it. But outside Bush of that. then we eat a fucking sandwich outside of I a grilled just, cheese. I tried. Yo, I tried it and they liked it. Like I bought that turkey. Yeah. Like I bought real lunch meat right, like, right, from right. the deli. Uh-huh. And then they just really liked it. Or I made myself some pastrami one day mm. and Eva was like, what's that? Mm-hmm. I get a bite. I put pepper jack cheese on it. She tore it up. Yeah. And I was like. If I it's the West this, Indian in her. If I would have made this for you, you she would never. It. Yo, why is it that kids fucking do that? They do that. Like you can make them a gourmet meal, and they be like, Mm-mm, they take sharing that. with their moms to the heart, to the highest. Like, cause do you was in my belly? Do I gotta? Is this ongoing? Forever. But you know, if I see my mom eating something, I'm like, what's that? That's true. <laughs> like, mom, what you eating? Could, did you buy me some? I remember I'm, I took my mom to the doctor and she was like, um, she wanted to stop at, I forget what it's called, not Salad Works, but it's one of those salad so, um, mm-hmm. little restaurants. And she was like, you hungry? I was like, no, I'm not hungry. Mm-mm. And she came back with this kale Caesar, this Mm-mm. chicken kale Caesar. It's called Chop. The restaurant is called Chop. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a kale, um, a chicken kale Caesar salad or something. Chopped is bomb. You should have just got one on. I wasn't. I literally was not hungry at all. When I saw that salad, I was like, dang. And I was like, mommy, can I, um, she was like, you want to taste it? I was like, yeah. So I'm driving and we sharing the salad. She got it like in the middle. Mm -hmm. And I was like, can I just have some more? She was like, yes, Rennie, so we can share it. Okay. Thank you. I was like, did you get me a piece of bread too? Yes, I did. Okay. Did you get me a water? Cause I'm thirsty now. Yes, I did. Oh, thanks. You know, mom, it never ends, so don't even complain. Cause I don't I'm even 35. Be that I just tell people, yes, I want one, even if I have to save it for later. Right. I'm 35, Grow and up. my mom is still sharing her meals with me. Grow up. I mean, fuck it. She's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into these hot topics. The hottest topic for me is what any mother wants for Christmas. Funk Flex went and got. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, he got a whole mommy fucking makeover. My man got lipo. <sighs> and he did. And he, um, who did he go to? Like elite body, uh, something, something in New York. And then like recorded the whole experience. I was like, somebody just sucked the fat out of my Me stomach. too. And he had the Rough Riders playing in the background. Like, Wu-Tang. Oh, he had the Wu-Tang playing in the background. Like that should have been me getting the fat sucked out of my, uh, lower. He got it with his lower stomach. That's honestly, that's all I need. Me too. I got a lot of back flat. Like honestly, remove this. I have no back. Me flat. too. And my arms. Yeah, I would have them taken out my arms. Yo, like my triceps, my uh-huh. turkey wings. When you get that, um, that lipo is re- a really hard recovery. He said he he looked fine. Anything that has to do with your muscles and anything, yeah. That, like after having a C section, I just be like, I don't even know if it's worth. Like, I know the end result once I heal, I'm going to be so satisfied. Right, right, right. But I remember having that C-section. Like, I didn't have a choice to have that. I wouldn't make a choice to have that type of surgery. Right. Yeah, that, that C-section wasn't no hoe. But for me, because King was a preemie, I didn't yeah. have a choice but to get up and move. Like, I couldn't, like... um They like, make you move. That's how you... Well, yeah, but even after, like, you know how, like, once you get home and it's just kind of like you, like, Girl, you stay in the house. And I have stairs. You stay in the house to recover. My child, my baby was in the hospital for 11 days. Oh, so you had to come out I had to come day. out yeah. of the house. I had, like, I didn't have a choice because, yeah. I mean, I did have a choice. Right, but I didn't fucking play that shit. Bad so. enough you already had to come home without him. Yo, that was the hardest thing I've ever had to do. I couldn't even imagine, like. And but then what put it into perspective was he was early. He was I had him at thirty five and a half weeks. Um, there were my and he was just I carried really small. Mm-hmm. I'm actually fatter now than I was when I had him. Mm-hmm. I carried really small, and he was four pounds one point nine ounces. There was a mom there with me. Her baby was born at like maybe like one pound. That's how my cousin was born one pound. And so to see her and her baby had been in the hospital for months. You start to not feel bad about yourself. Yes, yes, yes. So it's like there was absolutely nothing wrong with King. He was just tiny, you know? Yeah, I think they want the babies to go home at five pounds. He wasn't even five pounds when we bought him home. 
Because at that point, it's like, okay, he's healthy. He's breathing on his own. He's eating on his own. Um, I had a, his, one of his nurses was really lazy. Uh-huh. And so she didn't, and he's a slow eater still to this day. He's a slow eater. Mm-hmm. So she felt like he needed a feeding tube because he, um, she felt like he wasn't getting, now she was the only nurse that felt like he should have, um, eating faster or more. Right. Eating more. Mm-hmm. And was like, oh, well, he's using more energy. He's losing more energy than he's using or whatever, whatever. So we're going to give him a feeding tube. And I declined. I was like, no. And so then the next day um, when I came, he had a feeding tube. And then, and of course, you know, I lost my shit. And the doctor was like, well, you know, he's okay. I bet you the next day I came back, he pulled that shit. My baby has always been a no limit soldier. Mm-hmm. He pulled the feeding tube out. Yes, he should, because he didn't need it. He said, I told y'all niggas, in his uh, little booty daughter voice, I didn't need that. So he didn't need it, but I um, forgot where I was going with this. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, like, I'm really <laughs> emotional because my baby's turning eight Yo, in I, a week. I know, I feel you. I took a walk down memory lane today with the kids and their pictures, and I was just like, girl, put your phone down. I just be looking through pictures like, Oh, the C-section is what I was talking about. So I didn't have a choice but to get up and go. Yeah. But I think I would still get lipo. Let me see what I could do on my own first. Because the one thing this girl told me, she had lipo. Mm -hmm. She said she should have started working out before she did it. Yes. Because, like, especially when you, like, she had her ass done. Mm -hmm. Had she been working on it, Mm -hmm. it would have been, like, a natural transition. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, well, I know that most places make you um like you have to lose. A, no, it's not about losing weight. It's just like you know you toning up, so right. when you get that ass put in there, okay. it's like a natural transition to ass and thigh. Got it. So he was uh Funk Master Flex was saying that he was doing a um uh, like a forty pound like challenge type mm-hmm. of thing. So he lost the weight, and then. These were the the hard parts. Of course, they're the hard parts. They're your fucking That's arms. The part with the diet. Yeah, your arms, your lower stomach. But it's his mouth. His fupa. <laughs> oh, his fupa. Well, I don't like him. He's a fucking. It's actually a fuda, a man, right? <laughs> a fuda. What does it stand for? Fat upper dick area. Oh, a fuda. Like because a... fupa is the fat upper pussy area. Who said that? Drea. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Drea, yo. What a goof. All right, on to our next topic. Y'all watch that fight this weekend? Yo, that fight. (laughs) First of all, I didn't see Nate Robinson get knocked out. You didn't? No, I wasn't watching it at that time. Oh, and I text you like, bitch, are you watching this? I was like, because we didn't, first of all, I didn't, I forgot about the people before him. So we were mm-hmm. waiting for Tyson. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that shit ain't going to start until midnight. So my sister, it was her birthday weekend. They mm-hmm. had went to City Island. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she came home and we was doing, like, we was drinking champagne. We took a little birthday toast and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we were going to watch the fight. So when you text me, I look on Instagram and this nigga is down for the count. Yo. So Nate, it was a, uh, a former basketball star versus a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. And this is how they got down. Nate Robinson came out the gates like swinging. He was like rushing. Like it was he got like tired too no, it, yeah, because he was exerting so much energy. Yep, just dancing around doing the most. Yo. So instead, he runs the race. If y'all ain't learned nothing from the um hair and the turtle, come on, y'all. The tortoise and the hair. Hair and the turtle. <laughs> I guess they didn't because Nate Robinson. I felt really bad for him. I was like, <laughs> Nate is in a bind. Nate was in a bind. First of all, you know why I felt bad for him? Because that wasn't even a justifiable punch. It looked like homeboy just hit him on the side and he <laughs> fell out. That Nothing connected to his face. Well, so the guy had punched Nate in the back of the head really hard. So he never recovered from that and punch. Then it's like the dude just pushed him over. It was like... Yeah, he left plus and literally I saw a side tap and I said, I need contact. Yeah. He never recovered. He never fully recovered from that punch to the back of the head because he, like, I don't know. I wonder how long Nate had been, like, training. I don't know, but Jake Paul had been training, training. He said he want to fight Conor McGregor next. Mm-hmm. Good luck, buddy. I don't know, but I felt really bad for Nate Robinson. 
Like he, it's gonna take him. He probably still woozy three days later. He I, he posted something like he I, he I, he I. Just because he posted something don't mean his head ain't still spinning. None of them niggas' head is all right. None of them. <sighs> I don't then, know. First of all, also oh, on to the main event. I looked at Mike Tyson. I said, "That's a damn body that I'm attracted to. <laughs> like it's got a, it's got a little bit of a gut in the um, front, right? But it's not um, like but it's like chiseled in the back, right, right, right. So I was like, "Ooh, that looks really good." And I'm like, <laughs> "That's where my mind went." Now Roy Jones Jr. I was like, "Throw it away." But Mike Tyson, I was like. Mike been getting himself together he has a podcast I haven't gotten a chance to listen to it yet and I want to because I hear such good things about it yeah yeah I hear really good things about it um I do want to listen to it but um um Mike Tyson Mike Tyson won that fight they called it a draw he won the fight and he's in such a good place because I remember you and I were texting Mm -hmm. when they asked when they said he had a draw his comment to that, I was like, you know, this man is really healing himself. Mm-hmm. Like he is in a really good yeah, he is space. He is in a really good place. Uh, Mike did the work. Yeah, I'm Mike did the work. Um, so they were asking Roy, like, you know, how how does it feel? Whatever, whatever, you know. And Mike was like, "Why are you asking that man? I ain't fought in fifteen years. He just stopped fighting three years ago. You should be worried about my ass." This and so. It was it was funny because they he was in such good like they yeah, the two of them both. Spirits, yeah. Um, it was funny because when Mike was like, "We got to do this again," Roy Jones Jr. was like, <laughs> like it "Took me a lot to get to this one." <laughs> Listen, and Snoop, that nigga, yo, <laughs> Snoop commentating was everything I didn't know I needed. Listen, everything. Listen, that nigga on a, he got him on the rope. He got him on the rope. <laughs> Yo, Snoop was a good fucking time. I saw the video when they got knocked down. What mm-hmm. the fuck did he say? Oh, shit. What did he say? He went to sleep? Yo, I don't know what the fuck Snoop Yo, said. Yo, Nate was down there for a long... Yo, I'm telling y'all. <laughs> if y'all didn't see it, I'm sure y'all saw. I'm sure y'all saw the memes. But if you haven't seen the fight, try to go back and look at the clips. That whole shit was just so cringy. I sat up here... <laughs> Crisscross applesauce on the couch. Me and my sister was sharing a blanket to cover our feet, and I was just like, "Bruh, yo, I just look like he didn't get up that morning to end his day like that. He did and not the Nate Robinson challenge, and I was just like, no, bitch, I did not like see that. that shit. Yo, I'm trying to see what the fuck Snoop said. It was like somebody was like, it's the comments for me. Mm. Somebody said it's time for him to get his CDLs. yo because that's the end all be all like you know what you might as well just do this but listen i mean like you said if he got knocked in the back of the head yeah i'm telling you he got punched in the back of his head and i thought you wasn't supposed to punch in the back like i don't think you supposed like you're not supposed to do that was it an mma-esque type of fight no it was a boxing boxing yeah um I think that because he he was just so wild, there was no technique to his fight. Yeah, like at that point, he should have just start, yo, he should have just started windmilling at that point. Like he should have, like that would have saved him. Like, and the craziest part about it is he threw more punches and he landed more punches. Yeah, but got his ass knocked out. Yo, he really did. And it was so funny. He tweeted something and he was like, I'm going to shock the world today. And Scotty Beam was like, you got to be more intentional with your <laughs> tweets because you fucking, you shot the shit out of us. For Yo. sure. Yo, it reminded me of that episode of Martin. Yes! <laughs> when he fought Tommy Hearn. Yes, that's exactly what it was. And he was on the, uh, on the ropes like, Gina! <laughs> that's exactly, I was like, Damn, yeah, no. nah, that shit was rough. Well, get better, um, Nate. Nate, he got this. Nate need to get. But if you finish with basketball, maybe he should go comment, like go be a commentator somewhere, or maybe he can do like um, he can just do like youth training. Or maybe camps. he should have really trained because this guy is a YouTuber. You no, know, that's with true. No athletic ability, and he got his shit together. That's true. I don't so know. That, Ma- oh, that maybe is- he needs to go get um. Like he need to go under like Mayweather, like go well, to Mayweather commented, so I think he might they might do a rematch. 
Listen, <laughs> he got to do so. He got to figure it out. He was one of them guys that probably was like, oh, I'm just going to do my regular basketball workout. Come, I know how to fight. I fought niggas in the hood every day. <laughs> nah, it's different. It's different. Jeez. Yeah, he was not prepared. It's like when you go to school and you think you prepared to take your math test and you get a fucking zero. Yep, that was him. He got a zero. He thought he knew all the material. Listen, I was listening to... um. Real quick, I was listening to Breakfast Club this morning. Mm-hmm. Girl, somebody tried to fight Tyson outside. <laughs> After the fight? Well, he can't fight legally. He can't right. fight. Though his security handled it. But, like, it was like somebody ran up and was like, fight me and threw a punch. <laughs> Bruh. Lies you tell today. Oh, Mike Tyson, of all people? The devil is a lie. The truth ain't any. Now, if that had been the old Mike, you would have got your ass whooped. Like, handed to you. <laughs> Yo, I would never. That's like um, I saw in the club over the weekend because you know Atlanta is wide open. Reginate, listen, not a mask in sight. No, 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 girl. No, first of all, okay, let me say this real quick. Then we're gonna talk about uh, Nene. Um, I guess Takashi was in the club, the same club as Javante. Oh. And Takashi was like trying to troll Javante, and they was in the comments like he should have whooped his ass just off the of GP. This is a Train boxer. His hands are registered. Listen, I don't know. I would never. I would never. Anything Takashi try to get you involved yeah, in? Yeah, you right. Never. You just be like, pray for that man. You got it. You got it. <laughs> you got it. Your day gonna come. Oh, for sure. We still wait. We like that's like waiting for um George Zimmerman. To yes, golly. But since you bought up Regine, yo, so Regine turned 22 and she had a party. She had a hot boy party. That shit uh, was dope. Yo, it was so dope. The lead up to it was every, her billboards and shit. Yeah, Like recreating the album cover. So she recreated Foxy Brown's uh, album cover. The Hot Boys. The Hot Boys. Um, 400 Degrees. Eve. Oh yeah, Eve. I think Juvenile, with that 400 Degrees is Juvenile. Um, the Big Timers, I think. That's the Hot Boys, no? No. The Big Timers is different from the Hot Boys. I can't remember. But she had, listen, she was fucking drunk, okay? Uh, I love it. She was like, oh, you always talking about your daddy. You sound real broken. Because trust me, that's how I am with my daddy. Yeah, he man. He's a little Wayne. So what's up? Yeah. She was like, listen, her outfit changes was it. Everything yes, was yes, it. yes. Imagine that a good time. She I like her. I really like her. You know, um, I enjoy Sedge's. I really do. I think like some of my closest people in my life, including my little munchkin papa papa, mm-hmm. he's a sedge. You know, she I, was a good time. Yeah, that party looked lit. One that of my friends, was he was COVID, there. Um, spiked. I mean, honestly, you if you look at what was happening on social media uh-huh. versus uh, versus COVID, yeah. you would think that like. It ain't no COVID. It's no COVID. We're not in no second wave. What second wave? wave? Second wave. Wave. Listen, COVID ain't playing no games. You see um, Ice-T, father-in-law? father-in-law? Yeah, though, first of all, he must not like that nigga. <laughs> he said, my father-in-law, in quotations, Coco's dad. <laughs> was, right a no, was a serious no masker. COVID is real. He posted a picture of him. With the uh, the oxygen tent mask <laughs> on, like he was in ICU, he was this, that, that, and the third, and now he's on oxygen um, for the rest of his life indefinitely. Well, it be your own sometimes. I mean, listen, COVID is real. You better, d- act like it. Too too old. I'm doing your like that. Listen, he is the same on screen and off. No, for real. He acting. What's acting? I'm gonna be myself. You better write a role for me. Word That's up. exactly what he said. It sure is. I ain't mad at him, you know, because, you know, I'm the same. <laughs> Today, tomorrow, and forever. <laughs> so, the gospel community, I don't know if they're up in a frenzy. I try to tune them out. If it ain't Kurt Franklin, I don't want to hear nothing that you got to say. Yeah. Because I, I really like my, my good brother, Kurt. Right. He's the only one I, I get jiggy with. I really fucking get jiggy with him. Everybody else, I just be like, I, you know, you can never get too Christian. Mm-hmm. Y'all be really falling short, and it's hard. And it's like, you know, that's why you have to stay. You have to humble yourself every day mm-hmm. because life will humble you. It sure will. So the Walls group, it's like a they're but they're four siblings, mm-hmm. and they're a gospel group, but mm-hmm. they're really good. Like mm-hmm. you probably seen their videos of them singing like 
at home mm-hmm. on Instagram because a lot of times it'll circulate, it'll be them. Okay. Like singing with their family and mm-hmm. shit. Like I know one time the sister had went viral, but whatever. One of the brothers, he is fine. D- Daryl Wall, uh-huh. apparently he sent a video of himself kissing his boyfriend. To his close friends. His close friends on Instagram. And you know the close friends with the green circle? Yes. And the friend, quote unquote. Somebody in the close friends. Yeah, reshared the video. Uh-huh. Like posted it to like the world. Uh-huh. I feel so bad for him. That is like cardinal rule number one. You never out someone. It is real little dick, stank coochie energy. Whoever you are, I just feel like, damn, yo. You were that miserable that you had to ruin someone else's like shit or try to. Bad enough to. he can't even really be himself because, you know, black Christians. Child. Shit. Woo. Girl, girl, he don't even know. I wonder which one of his friends, like they should out the friend that did it. Yeah, like the nigga that had posted the pictures, like of King Von's body. I never saw that. I didn't. Of course, I would never look at some shit like that. But was it King Von or the Mo guy? One of the niggas that had died was King Von. Somebody Uh posted the pictures of him in the morgue. Uh And Fee from Gossip in the City Uh got his Facebook, his job, his like his personal information. They was about to kill that man. Yeah, because why would you do that? Yeah. It's not even your family. That shit is wild. Stop telling other people's business. Mm -hmm. And I just, that poor guy. Yeah, no, I felt really bad for him. Like, because that's fucking sick. You don't do that. You just don't do that type of stuff to people. Like, you don't know. Like, if I don't post a picture of me and my boo. Why are you you a picture of me and my boo? And I mean, I hope he don't go into hiding. I I, I don't. I hope not either. I think... I just feel bad for him. Yeah, no, that is real. Like you said, stank coochie, little dick energy. Nobody deserves that. Nobody deserves. That's like, um, let me tell my own truth. Yes. Let me tell my shit. You know what I'm saying? That's like if somebody's pregnant and, excuse me. You tell the world I'm pregnant. Bitch. Oh, you know she ain't drinking right now. Why is why why am I a topic of your conversation? This is what I'm saying. That poor guy. He don't tell it. let me tell my my business. I was trying to find this article, but he be all right. Listen, I hope they really do rally behind him. I hope I don't know. You know, I really just need, you know, the black church, especially because Christianity was conformed and designed to like keep us oppressed. Right. And the way we held on to that shit and we just oppress other people right, in right, the church right, right. blows my mind. Like we talk about church hurt. That church hurt is oh it's a nigga deep. can never break your heart like the church. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. It's um because you just you look to people, you know, because you know, we all know what the Bible says. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And you think that the people that are in the church are supposed to have those same are so you these are the rules and that you're supposed your to follow at heart. i'm sorry to cut you no, off no, no, of you course think that they will operate christ-like but no that is not a lot Christ-like. of them ain't happy with their own lives so they're not operating properly Mm-mm, they're not okay. we hate to see it baby welcome to the party <laughs> baby welcome to the party and if he can use that voice and make some really good r&b because honey i'll support listen you know i love a crooner he better cross over Cause you know you singing from like a female perspective, but you a man. <laughs> you know I love a crooner. There's nothing like a ballad that just sing sings to, to me, my soul. Baby. Sing to me. Yes. <laughs> sing to me. All right. So on to our last hot topic, which is really exciting news, and I'm happy for the women over there in Scotland. Can y'all send us some pads? Listen. Some tampons. Listen. Make sure it's organic, though. Word up. Word word to Big Bird. I wonder if they put me like the organic ones you got to pay for. Mm-mm, then that would I, be some bullshit. Then I got to blow this whole shit up. That would be some bullshit. Before we toot them up, but nah, it's yeah, it's free, free provisions. So um, Scotland becomes the first country to provide free menstrual products. You think that includes pampering? Okay. The bill passed unanimously on Tuesday after months of lawmakers showing their support for the measure. Under this new bill, local authorities will be required to provide menstrual products such as tampons, pads and sanitary wipes at no charge what at no charge in designated public places and to maintain them in schools which had already begun receiving free menstrual products two years ago 
That okay. is dope. You know what always fucking pissed me off? When you try to go to the bathroom to get a pad or a tampon or something, mm-hmm. and they want your fucking quarters. Bitch, I got to pay you 50 cent for this cardboard. I didn't ask to believe. I did not ask to believe. So the program is going to be about $32 million a year. Listen, that's $32 million well spent. That's what I'm, listen, I mean, at this point, you know, I got a lot of shame, so I don't know if I can participate in a free bleed. No, no, no. That's disgusting. But the feminists will. And that shit is gross. But I mean, you charging us for some shit we can't control. That is true. I mean, here we are fighting to get just the shit not taxed. Niggas get free condoms every day. They do. And you can get it. Like, here's the thing. If you got, uh, what's it called? ED? You getting medicine. Oh, yeah. You getting like. That's true. So they want y'all to continue to sell y'all royal oats, but we got it. We can't even. I can't what even a, get a, a tampon. We can't even get assistance with the shit that makes it possible. Listen, listen. Niggas got, mad niggas got sperm. <laughs> but that sperm don't make the egg. Ain't it's no nothing. babies. But it's whatever. nothing. We ain't recreating. Shout out to Scotland. Scotland, um, they on the right track. They got it figured out. Right. They have it figured out. All right, so that wraps up our hot topics. You want to jump into our what the fuck, or Let's you want to take a break? Straight into it. All right, Let's we doing it. it. Let's do it. Listen. When I tell y'all in 2020, people is out here nigging. Yo. They are nigging, okay? And I'm hating because, like, I'm not a schemer. And mm-hmm. I'd be really afraid to scheme because I'd be feeling like that shit could come back to me. Yeah, so like I triple. Just don't scheme. It might not affect me, but what about my seed? This is true, but I'll be seeing people not be affected and their whole family be schemers. Girl. So I don't know who it's going to affect the person that decides to not scheme. <sighs> so... $1 billion in false unemployment claims have been paid to inmates in California. How? How? Listen. How? <laughs> Scott Peterson, the man who murdered his wife and unborn son in 2002. Y'all remember him? It was all over the news. Lacey Peterson. Right. He is among the inmates who defrauded the government by falling false unemployment claims. Wait a minute. Wait a <laughs> minute. Wait a minute. You wait one mother loving minute. These motherfuckers was in prison filing false claims. The claims were filed using false names and oftentimes false social security numbers. Though some inmates opted to use their own personal information. Once approved, the benefits were paid to either the inmates directly or to their loved ones. Between March and August, inmates in every California prison, jail, and jail filed 35,000 claims, totaling $140 million in benefits. Stop. Yeah. Wait a minute. So when you when I origin when you originally said this, I thought it was like a fuck up. No. Like they made a mistake. And this no. happened where in California? Yes. Yes. So um what they grew so Kearns County grew mm-hmm. suspicious because they started receiving a large amount of money orders. Like people started putting money on books and shit. Mm-hmm. So they was like, "Hold up, wait a minute, something's not right." Mm-hmm. So aside from Scott Peterson, several serial killers and 133 of the state's 700 death row inmates received illegitimate funds, resulting in four hundred and twenty thousand dollars being paid to them alone. Wow. Recipients included Carrie Steiner, who murdered four people near Yosemite National Park in 99, Susan Eubanks, who murdered her four sons in 96. Bitch. (laughs) So they was, so somehow the word spread from the men's prison to the women's prison. You heard? (laughs) The niggas was sending cops on death row. (laughs) Prosecutors said that the scheme might be the largest fraud in fraud scheme in California history. The state's unemployment system has come into question since the beginning of the pandemic for being susceptible to potential fraud due to the large quantities of cash it pays out with very lax review processes. So, listen, unemployment ain't been shit since unemployment ain't been shit. Meanwhile, I can't even get a check. Because remember, we we talked about an uninsurance, I mean, an insurance, unemployment. Yeah, New York. But uh, these scheme. are people on this side of the wall. Oh my god! They were scheming for PPP, PP, the personal protection plan. No, remember that one rapper that made that video? He, he got was, PPP. No, that was an EDD claim, um, insurance thing, uh, unemployment oh, thing too. He was using real people. This is fucking Scott Peterson's name should have came up, and you should have been like, I know this name because that nigga was on the news. Okay, this is what the Greg, the Steiner guy. I would have been like, uh-uh. 
This is what happens when you uh, replace people with computers. You know what's going to happen now? They're going to put anybody who has ever went to jail as a flag in the unemployment system and people who have been released will have a delay on their unemployment because they'll pass through that system. This shit is... 2020 ain't been nothing but kookiness. Niggas, stay skinny. Listen, I like the innovation, though. It, it was it was extremely innovative. I like the fact that Homeboy got on and put all the inmates on. All of them. Like, nobody was exempt. I, I now know they're probably thinking, like, I should have kept that shit to myself. Right. Because we would have made it farther. But y'all was really... I feel like if you're serving life and you're on death row, what the fuck else you got to lose? Right. At least get a few cup of noodles and make a cook-up. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I know what is, you know. Yo. Make some hooch. What the fuck is that? Hooch is the, the liquor that they make in the jail. Oh, um, They can like buy that. drugs now. Okay. After watching Love After Lockup, <laughs> drugs is a thing in these jails. Well, that, yes, I do know that. They just cost about 100% more. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, y'all, damn. Y'all so you can't get Cali. a uh, a nickel bag of weed. So your nickel bag is $50. like fifty dollars. Sheesh. That's why I think people don't even try to do weed. They probably go straight for like coke and heroin and yeah, shit, or, make they they, or meth. Make their own shit. That K two instead of getting weed, they get the K two. Mm. That shit is wild. You know, if the criminals put their minds to greater things, this world would be a like, better place. What? Because the criminals be fucking smart. They be so, they are so smart, they are fucking stupid. Like, why I think about that? Because I ain't scheming. Okay. Fucking scheming, scamming ass people. Hated it. <sighs> All right. So we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back and get personal. Bye, y'all. All right, guys, it's time to get personal. Let's get personal. Personal. ready. All right, y'all. So um, normally, y'all know Adesha will jump off the personal topic because that's just what the fuck she do. But this time, I was scrolling across, you know, you know, Facebook is where I find all the think pieces because that's where people let their emotions fly loose. Like mm-hmm. they just let them the fuck go. They be like, like emotions. It's a chopper. It's a whole lot of choppers on your ass. <laughs> so someone that I, you know, that I follow or I'm friends with um, was talking about a relationship. Like, I guess she just got out of a relationship mm-hmm. and the person that she, you know, the the person broke up with her and moved on right away. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she said a bunch of things like, you know, you are, you're worth more, you know, it was maybe it was for the best, mm-hmm. just a bunch of things. And it kind of like put some things into, you know, have me thinking like, damn, how soon is too soon to move on? How soon is too soon? So I was talking to my good, my good girlfriend over here and we started brainstorming like, shit, well, how soon is too soon? I don't think there's like a, oh, you should move on a day after, mm-hmm. a moment after, or I don't know. I think you should move on when you're not moving on to get over. Oh, that's good. Um, I think like um, oftentimes, and even because y'all know we like an article, you know, we like something to kind of like go along with it. It's mm-hmm. like the meat and the potatoes mm-hmm. or like if you don't eat meat, it's like the uh, the corn with the white rice. You know, that's mm-hmm. a good mix up. Um, like, you know, just something to kind of like guide us through. Cause I like to think like, um, for me personally, normally, well, when I was young, I used to move on while still in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Like sometimes I still wonder why I fucking even stopped doing that shit. I mean, seriously, because at this point, y'all, you don't appreciate my loyalty <laughs> or it's just kind of like, um, Or, like, when you're young and you're, like, I remember this one guy I was dating. I was young. I I wasn't even 21. Maybe I was, like, 19. Maybe I was, like, 18, 19, somewhere in there. And I just fucking adored him. And we had the cutest little relationship until one time we was in the club. And 
I decided, like, I was with my friends, he was with his friends, mm-hmm. and, you know, we would kind of, like, meet up a little bit. In the middle. Yeah, and then go our separate ways, and so we like to park a lot, pimp, me and my girlfriends. Oh, bitch, it's the best. Park Especially a lot. after a few drinks, bitch. And this was before. You don't want the night to end. This, and this was before I, like, really drank, but. I just loved like parking lot pimping oh, was the shit, right? I never wanting to go home yo. ever. I mean, now, now as a thirty-five, now I'm not even going out. I'm not even going to the club. Now you know I take it back. If it's a nice summer day and like the event lets up early, yeah, I'm parking lot pimping. Okay, um, so I left the club early because I wanted to get a good parking lot pimp spot, you know, <laughs> and. Me and my homegirl was moving the car to a closer parking spot, and I saw this motherfucker come walking out with the raggediest girl he could have ever chose. And I'm not saying that because you know he was with you, right? Not like, even give me some fucking credit, give my man. Me some if credit. If you don't cheat, let me look at her and be like, "Yeah, she cute." Right. See you later, boo. She was not cute, and so I was like, "We're this what we doing?" And he knew, like, he saw the look in my eyes that I was about to show my ass, but I didn't. And let me tell y'all, I was fucking devastated. Like, I pimped so hard that night. I don't even think I did. I think we just left. So I think we left. I can't. Honestly, I can't remember exactly what happened in that moment. Like, I don't remember. I feel like I told my friend to take me to his house. Mm -hmm. Like, but I can't remember what happened after that. If I left or I went home, but I just remember this is when um, Destiny Fulfilled was out. And so Amora, hey girl, was like, girl, like started singing that. (laughs) (laughs) I've been knowing you since you were 10. I was fucking devastated. And I think I was down for like a good like two weeks. And then I was like, I popped up like, all right, bitch, I'm ready. Let's go. You know, so it's like in those type of moments, it's like, bitch, move on. But when you're in like a. A serious relationship. You guys have been together for X amount of years. Like, when? Like, when did? Like, when is it enough time to move on? Right, right, right. So you know, we like lists. We love a list. We love a list. I feel like you know, it's just we like perspective. So we found a list from Bustle, and they gathered thirteen experts to like just really brainstorm when's a good time to actually move on. Uh huh. So we're going to use that because it was some really good tidbits. So the first topic, um, I'm sorry, the first sign that you're ready to move on is that you've learned a lot about yourself. Mm-hmm. So I recently started doing this. I think it's called shadow work mm-hmm. um, or reflection. I'm not sure. Shadow work, I think, involves your childhood. So I take that back. Um, but yeah, like for me, I look back about myself to mm-hmm. see certain triggers in my relationship. Like where you fucked up? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm not perfect. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like. I'm not perfect. I don't put on to be perfect. And I think that that's the telltale sign for me. Like, like my last relationship that just ended, I just be like, oh, okay, this is what I could have done differently. This right. is where I knew right. I went wrong. These are the red flags that I knew I just kind of mm-hmm. boom, straight mm-hmm, through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now I'm ready to mingle. <laughs> Holla at y'all, girl. Holla at y'all, girl. Holla at a play when you see me on the street. Too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. What's the next one? All right, so the next one is uh, you're ready to be a good partner. Mm. Now, I think that's a good one. Okay, so it says you won't be able to bring your you won't be able to bring your best self to a new relationship if you're still focused on the path. So wait until it feels like you can actually be a good partner before getting back out there. I like this do the one. inner work first. I like this one. That's a like Heal that one. Your fucking baggage. Yes. I let me tell you something. And this is how I know, like, damn, I'm proud of myself. I'm getting older. I listen to people now. Mm-hmm. I ask questions. Like mm-hmm. I was having a conversation. So it was this guy over the summertime. Somebody told me I should holler at him. But then when I hollered at him, I think he was in a whole relationship. So I was like, but I'm did, trying to think like he didn't deny the holler. So I had posted some shit the other day and mm-hmm. he was like, oh, I said, if I dated you this year, it don't count because I thought we was going to die. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we was finna. I thought yeah, we I thought was finna, finna die. Out of here. All of us. And he was like, damn, I'm happy I ain't asked you out. I was like, nigga, wasn't you just in an entanglement? So we started chatting and shit and he was just like, you know, it's hard these days because after three dates, people want to get married. Yeah, no, like, it's true. So we're talking, we're talking, we're talking. Bitch, he is fucking avoided. He just wants somebody to go on dates with, but then he wants to like 
build you up relationship right, wise, right, right. and drop your ass when shit when he feels like he's losing his independent. So like when I was asking him all the questions, I'm just sitting there listening, listening, listening. The old me would have been like, oh, I'm going to change that. You don't want to be with me. Mm-hmm. The new me is like, you can take me to dinner, but I don't really see it. Why pretend? Right. No, word up. He ain't bad looking. He looks really young, actually. I'm like, I, he's not bad looking. We used to work out together at the park in the morning. We don't <sighs> work out again in the afternoon. All right. So the next one is you're enjoying being alone. I feel like I crave being by myself. Maybe because I have kids. Mm-hmm. Like, I just be like, I want to lay down. Like, there are moments where I'm like, you know, it's nice to have company. Mm-hmm. But I mean, for all of that, I can go hang out with my girlfriends. Um, no, that's true. And I, I, I thoroughly enjoy my, I thoroughly enjoy my homegirls. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, my companionship doesn't necessarily need to come from a man. Right. Like, I have no problem sitting here and watching girlfriends, like, sitting around the bonfire. Right. Kicking it with we our did... drink in a puck and Pepsi bottle. Yo. So, on Saturday, <laughs> quick little sidebar. <laughs> uh, it was Friday. Adasha came over and she was like, "Okay, because she always she she always comes over on Black Friday. It's her mm-hmm. thing for like the past like three years." Mm-hmm. So, um, I was like, "Yeah, we're gonna sit outside." It was a nice night, yeah. so we she I, we decided we were gonna sit outside um, around the fire pit. Um, we popped some popcorn that, that I popcorn, fucking spilled. I know, but that popcorn was hidden. I spilled it. It fell out of my lap. Um, Popcorn, and then like we, I couldn't find a container to um, pour our cocktail in because I made us a, you know, we made cocktails, but I we needed like a pitcher mm-hmm. so that we didn't have to come back up. The only thing we needed to come upstairs for was to use the restroom. Mm-hmm. So the only thing I had was an empty Pepsi bottle, and I was like, "Well, will this work?" And yeah. she was like, but, uh, "Yeah." So I rinsed mm-hmm. it out, yeah. poured our cocktail in there, put and we, ice in our cups, and we were gone, good to go. And we yeah. sat outside around the fire. We burned all the firewood. It was a good time. It was just us talking shit. Uh, laughing at y'all on social media, <laughs> eating popcorn, and fucking chilling. All right. So the next one is feeling happy with yourself. Like you know, it's the steam of your motherfucking self. It is. I learned that it's no one's job to make me happy. Okay. Oh, this is a good quote. It says, "A significant other can make us feel better about ourselves temporarily, but it's usually, but it usually is not enough to sustain a healthy relationship." Yeah. It usually, uh, it is usually once we break out of the honeymoon phase in a relationship that our insecurities begin to flare up. Yeah. Listen, like a bitch. That's why, honestly. In my past relationships, I would lose myself. Right. And I saw myself kind of doing that in this one, and I was like, nah, yo. Yeah. I've been that bitch. Mm-hmm. Still that bitch. What the good girl Max say? <laughs> I don't know what she said. But... <laughs> I'm like, wait, like, what she say, girl? Tell I me mean, what she, she said. said. I've been that bitch, still that bitch. Yeah, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. It's important to not lose yourself in a relationship. Um, that's like those people that get in a relationship and forget about their friends. Forget about their family. Like I'm, I'm that person. I'm not. I've never the been that stage, way. I get caught up though. But then not I feel me. like I'm trying to. Now I'm learning to be like still check in, still be yeah. independent. Because space is good. It is really good. Like I, I've never been that person to lose myself. Especially, so I think when I lost myself is when I became a mom. Yeah. So that's, that's a different. different. That's different. But. Now I just think like it's so important to remain yourself. I always I tell my friends like that I see my friends that are struggling with this like imagine if your man and your kids fucking move to Mars without you. You are here on this earth and you have to figure out how to fuck to be you. How yeah. to still be you. You still have to do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. You have to because they going they going to leave. And, you know, I noticed now, like, when you look at the, like, I was watching Iyana for mm-hmm. my life, a lot of the older moms who are bitter mm-hmm. and carry resentment and, like, a sense of entitlement mm-hmm. to their children are the ones who really don't know who they are. Yes. As women. Yes. So, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. All right. So, the next one is you no longer want your ex back. And that's a given. Like, in any capacity, they repulse you. They ugly as fuck. Right. Like, ugh. I can't believe I did that. Mm, okay. <laughs> What's the next one? Uh, you can envision a different future. Hmm. 
that's good because you think about when you're in a relationship, right? And you're like, damn, like I am, I do this, even though I don't think I've ever said, yeah, I want to marry him. Not that I I've never, plan out my wedding. but I do that. I plan it out. Like, okay. So I remember I was with this guy. I was young, maybe like 21. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was so fucking trapped in this relationship. Like he made me feel like I was fucking suffocating. Like that's how trapped I felt in the relationship. Mm-hmm. So in my brain, I was like, well, shit, I guess this is who I'm finna marry. He won't give me, like, leave me the fuck alone. Like I could not even breathe without him, like just being like up my ass. Yeah. Like this motherfucker, after I moved from California and moved to New Jersey would see my sister and be like, let's call your sister. And my Ooh. sister would be like, my G. Yes, that like, one. My G, chill. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, but I felt like so like suffocated. Suffocated in a relationship. Like I only, and I was young, and he's old, he was older than I was. And you know when motherfuckers see, like, they could see, like, oh, she's dope. I'm about, he was trying to trap me. You know, bitches be doing the trapping, but he was. And bitches be going to the chop shop. Natasha! Oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Y'all, I don't know what's wrong with y'all. I hate when people be so aggressively doing shit to put people in a bind. Like, I won't fucking draw. A fucking draw four on your drop a draw four on your ass and Uno out. Right. Fuck you. You're not Fuck gonna put me you. in a fucked up situation. And I and so I felt like I couldn't see anything. <laughs> like in that moment, like in that relationship, uh-huh. I couldn't see anything like past that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's <laughs> yo, this girl is crazy, yo. I know y'all be thinking it's me that's the crazy one, but it's really her. Um <laughs> Because this is the type of shit I got to deal with on a daily, on a daily. Yo, this is off topic, but still on topic. She will text me at 5.30 just on 10. And I'll be like, all right, this is how she's going to be for the rest of the day. Like lit. Because I'll be working out. It's the endorphins. <laughs> it's lit. But uh, yeah, envision uh, when you can see a different future, that's when you know it's lit. That's it. I like this next one. So you've done the math. If anybody wants to know the math, this is it. Theoretically, this uh, psychologist suggests that you should give two to three months for every year you guys were in the relationship together mm-hmm. to process the loss of the relationship, grieve, and pick yourself up. And my psychologist, I'm not, you know, I haven't been licensed yet, but, <laughs> and <laughs> add your whole phase. Add your whole phase. That's important. Yo, I keep meeting men. I mean, but you can't have a whole phase after every relationship. So I would say for the ones like the like for example, with the guy I just dated, he was in a 20-year relationship. Oh, he needed a whole phase. He needed a fucking you grew up in that relationship. Yeah. You spent your adulthood, like you about to be in your golden years. Right. Sincerely. Yeah, respectfully. no. Respectfully. Respectfully. But um, yeah. Like, a lot of these guys I've been meeting nowadays, especially on the app, like, if they tell me they just got out of something... It's... The, count me out. I'm out. Like, this... I met... Yo, one of the guys I met, he was like, oh, I was in a relationship for 14 years, and count I was me like, out. Mm, you might need some more time. Mm-hmm. But I'll let you take me to dinner. Not really, we ain't though. turning down free not, dinners. Well, yeah, sometimes I do, because one thing about me is, like, I'm learning to not waste my time. Like, the... Oh, like, that's that, a good one. My last cycle with the app, I would just go out with anybody yeah. I wanted to go oh, out. Oh, that's true. And I felt like I had a lot of bad that bad days. Mm-hmm. Like, I shouldn't have been there in the first place. Yeah. So, I really only go, like, when the energy links up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. What's the next one? The next one. A little voice is urging you to try... If you hear a little voice in your head urging you to sign up for a dating app, if you find yourself daydreaming about someone new, take that as your cue. You will often have an inner feeling when you know that you're ready to start dating again. Hmm. Okay. You'll want to ignore this, however, if it's stemming from loneliness or the notion that you're running out of time to find a partner. If you were to start dating under these circumstances, you may start to get to know someone and then back away as old fears begin popping up, which are a sign that you aren't ready. Okay. I like that one. I like that one. 
All right. So the next one is you've improved bad habits. Oh, that's a good one. I'm not as petty as I used to be. That's true. And I'm very proud of you. Bitch. I am hard. very proud of you. It is so hard. Because niggas be wanting to try me every day. Now, don't get it twisted. I will talk slick as fuck. But yeah. I'll put an LOL with it. Mm-hmm. Turn it down. <laughs> a little razzle-dazzle. LOL. For me, sometimes the way I can really, like, I'm still working on my communication. So, right. you know, maybe I shouldn't be dating. But whatever. I communicate. I'll just communicate in a way that makes me feel comfortable. It mm-hmm. doesn't sound like I'm attacking. Right, right, So, right. yeah, it does come off a little shady. But mm-hmm. it'll be, like, in context. Like, oh, that's why you didn't call me back last week? Right, right, What's right. That? And then it's a segue to my real conversation. Like, right. for real though, why didn't you call me that? Yeah. Because I feel away. Yeah. I can say that um, one of my very bad habits from, so if y'all been listening long enough, y'all know I was with my son's dad for six years. We broke up. I immediately jumped into the worst relationship I've ever had in my whole entire fucking life. Mm-hmm. After that one, I was single and celibate for a whole year. Mm-hmm. That year was so necessary. And that's the first time I've, I had ever done that. So that year gave me time to reflect and, you know, do all of these things mm-hmm. without knowing that all of these things needed We're to be done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I like though I was, um, I'm a bitch and that's just, mm-hmm. that's just me. Right. It's not lying, no, I no no, no, I'm a bitch. And it like one of the things that I learned about myself was that I was a bitch. I never knew that I was a bitch before. I never knew I always You don't say. I just I never so. knew. I just didn't. Because nobody would tell me to my face that I was being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they told you, but you didn't give a fuck because you thought they. I lying. mean, my mom told me that I was a bitch, but. There's, you know, they be hating sometimes. They be hating. Respectfully. Respectfully. Um, but yeah, and so that was just, that was like one of my things. Like, all right, girl, reflection. Hey, girl, you're being a nasty bitch. Don't be this way. Don't treat people like this. So um, I would talk to, I would talk to people so fucked up. Oh, thank God for growth. So like, I'm, I'm a very, like, I'm a straight shooter. I'm straight, I'm straight to the point, but my delivery, it was it was so trashy and that was definitely and then I you know I had to like step back and look at how that happened and just like think about how that would like if I would say something like say some fucked up shit to my ex Mm -hmm. and then like I would replay that whole situation in my head and then see him and see how like he would just like fucking Tense up, yeah, down, like, like completely shut down because it was like protection it was like mode. boom, 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 boom. Like it's just like you're at a gun match and he got a knife. He has a plastic one, and I got like a fucking Uzi. Like boom. Terrible. I mean, I learned from it. Well, thank God for that. All right, yeah. Oh, so you're seventy five percent over it. Um, experts agree that there's no way to know how long you may need to wait after a breakup. The only way to tell is to be honest with yourself regarding your feelings over your ex. Um, how over are you? If you're 100% or even 75% over them, mm-hmm. it's safe to date. If you're not over them, not even halfway, do not date. I mean, I don't know how you can kind of like sum up the percentage. I guess I guess how you think about them. Right. I don't know. All Can right. You? I don't know. I don't know about that one. But All no. right. Um, real. So we'll just clump these couple ones together um you fully accepted the breakup mm-hmm. you you're sure you aren't rebounding because mm-hmm. <laughs> that rebound that rebound is the worst let me tell you that rebound had me Sometimes fucking that rebound be necessary though it especially is. if you were lacking certain things in oh absolutely because that's what happens the rebound that you get with the rebound is giving you everything you need, everything you needed in that previous relationship, but that shit be like on speed. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm down for the ride. Um, you no longer compare anyone to your ex. That this is the last one. This is I feel like this is the most important one. Yeah. It says if you go on a date and you can, and can't hear what the other person is saying because you're too busy mentally comparing them to your ex and it feels like they aren't measuring up, please delete your blah, blah, blah. please delete your dating app and wait a bit longer. 
So for me, okay, this one is um, two-sided. One's double-sided for me. Mm -hmm. So I never compared people to my ex as far as like, oh, this person did, except for Spanish Joseph. (laughs) You know, I compared everybody to him. (laughs) And now it's like, when I look, when I take the blinders off, I'm like, it was cool. Right. However, I do compare people to my ex because that's my only measure for the red flags that I'm Right, right, right. And in that capacity, I'm okay with comparing. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, the last time somebody came down this road with you, this was the outcome. You gonna go down that road again and think the outcome is gonna be different. That's mm-hmm. insanity. Right. So yes, in that in that respect, yes, you should compare to yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you think about that one? I mean, I agree. Um, I'm looking at all the bad shit, all the red flags, because those are that's a trigger point for me. Mm-hmm. Like I, if I, you know, while I was dating before me and my boo got together, as I was dating, I was like looking for like those red flags. So that mm-hmm. was the comparison. This one guy I was dating. Oh god, them red flags was like choo, like they were coming yeah, at like, me like ear, 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 like ear, fucking ear, ear, in the rear view mirror. <laughs> and you were just like I'm gonna keep driving in front of the ambulance. <laughs> I'm chilling. I'm listening to fucking Beyonce like girl. Like you know. Yeah. But um yeah, I it was like I kind of, you know, almost got lost in the this motherfucker is batshit crazy, but, but I'm I having like it. such a good time. <laughs> I am having such a good time here. I hate it here, but I love it at the same time, you know. But you're I, those red flags, those major, like the ones that I was comparing to my ex. I was like, mm, I'm not going down this road again. Period. Not going. And you remember we talked about it, and I told him I'll never forget. I, and he, I, no one had ever been, I guess, this straightforward with him. I told him, I was like, listen, whatever this 5, 10, 15% you're giving me, go on and give it to somebody else because I'm sure they would like it. And he just looked at me like, excuse me, bitch. Bye, Yeah. Adios. Adios. Because, I mean, we ain't got time to be wasting. You ain't been treating me like I'm fucking chitterling. <laughs> Motherfucker, I'm state. Okay. Aged. Serving two. Mm-hmm. From fucking uh, Peter Lucas in Brooklyn. This is what I'm saying. With here. the sauce. <laughs> All right, y'all. So that's going to wrap up this week's episode. We got a couple more episodes and then we're going to take a break, you know, to spend the holidays. So maybe I think maybe like one. Mm-hmm. Sounds one, about right. One more the episode. The holidays here, girl. It is. I ain't even got a tree up. You know, we did put our tree up last night. It was a struggle getting it up because I felt like. I felt like I had like two left hands mm-hmm. and like no pinkies and my thumbs was gone. I could not figure it the fuck out. Like I couldn't figure out how to like pull them apart, like link the cords together. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't want it to look like a Charlie Brown tree. So, and I let King put the ornaments wherever the fuck he wanted. But then um, they were all at the top. He went and got his step stool. So they were all cluttered at the top. It was like a triangle with nothing. So, you know. Um, yeah, the holidays is here. They're here. Hootie is turning eight. And I'm just having a really hard time dealing with it. But anyways, where can the good people find you? So I can be found on Instagram at underscore amazing underscore. And amazing is spelled A-M-A-Z-E-I-N-G. And I am at Renisa Rose, R-A-N-E-S-S-A-R-O-Z-A-Y-Y-Y. And together we are at the personal space podcast on Instagram and our email and Twitter, but we don't tweet. Maybe in the new year we should tweet. We should. All right, y'all. Happy holidays. Bye guys.